Chat on This are a series of conversations designed to be thought-provoking, informative, and offer an empowering approach towards well-being for your family. Brought to you by Advanced Health Chiropractic. I'm going to launch straight into it. Today, we are talking about what does posture say about our teenager's brain? So, welcome. And what we know is that posture follows neurology which seems quite overcomplicated, but really many people probably haven't even thought about or maybe have never heard the fact that our posture is controlled by our brain. So a lot of parents will look at their kids when they're studying or maybe playing computer games or video games or, you know, out and about with their friends and often saying, stand up straight or don't slouch your shoulders. And that simply is not necessarily within their conscious control in that moment because their body is simply just showing us what their brain is perceiving. So we're going to explain a little bit more about that. When our brains go into a stress response, so there's an overwhelming stress on the nervous system, the brain switches into fight or flight, so we become more alert, more activated in our muscles, and what tends to happen is we move ourselves into a protective, a protective posture, so our shoulders will slouch, our head would come forward, and often we repeat that over and over and over again when we're sitting at a desk or we are looking at our phones or even when we're driving, we might be in that really highly vigilant state. So our focus as chiropractors is not to change your posture or fix your posture, but allow your brain to handle the stress of daily life better so that naturally, and I'm going to sit up tall as I say this, naturally our brains and our bodies are able to connect well bring about normal function and just handle life with a bit more ease. And what we tend to see is people stand up straighter after that, don't they, Katie? (laughs) They do. We always joke about the fact that we are taller after our checks. And it's actually proven in a little case study that was done at the New Zealand College of Chiropractic that actually after you had your adjustment, you measure as being taller. How bizarre is that? Now, um, I love what you said about that. So, yeah, a stressed brain often results in a protective postural state a little exercise that you will have seen done before or heard of before is if you were to stand tall with your feet shoulder width apart and your shoulders back and down and your head held up and your eyesight slightly skyward if you hold that posture for just a few seconds that instantly changes our neurology, that instantly sends different messages to the brain. And this is the counter part to what Lydia just explained. So we know that postural um, positions or our posture influences the brain's perception of whether we're in a safe and happy um, and protected state or whether we need to be in that fight or flight state. So yes, posture does matter. I think sometimes we can get a little bit confused and certainly in the conversations I have with families in the practice, we can assume that when someone, particularly a teenager, has that slouched posture with a forward head position, that they are just lazy. Have you ever heard that before? Yes, I have. (laughs) I know my father's big on, you know, wanting us girls to always stand up nice and tall. And he'd always put his finger right between my shoulder blades to remind me to stand up tall. Now, there's kind of a twofold answer to this. It's not just laziness and it's not just um, a lack of conscious control that we stoop down. Um, However, 
without the awareness of knowing that good posture does help our mental state, um, there is that side to mm. it too. We often um, find when we spend large amounts of time where we're sitting or um, not necessarily moving our bodies, we will then assume that forward head posture. Now, everyone who's listening to this podcast right now, I want you to shift your head forward and notice what happens to your shoulder region. Instantly, as we shift our head forward, our shoulders round down and forward as well. This instantly alerts the brain that we are in that fight or flight um, response. So it's already starting to change the neurology, change the chemistry of the body. So it's not necessarily conducive to good health. So yes, posture does matter. Now the second part of my little rant here is mm -hmm. that posture is actually driven by certain parts of the brain. So if we're making sure that there's clear brain-body communication and body-brain communication to these parts of the brain, that automatically will allow us to innately have good, normal physiological posture. So it's not because we're lazy. Sometimes we can have poor or weakened posture because our brain simply is not switched on and allowing our brain to perceive that we need to have that conscious control of tone, we call it tone. So there's, there's, there's a couple of things I'm just gonna wrap up here. So one, there can be a little bit of lack of awareness in our tweens or teens that their posture can start to slump. But secondly, it could also be that their brain is not able to perceive the body appropriately and that will automatically put them into this more slumped position. So we really want to get our teens out of that stressed brain situation so they can get out of that protective posture situation so that they can then thrive, be more resilient and therefore be more healthy. Um, so what helps? How can we help them get out of that stress brain situation and into better posture, Lydia? I know one thing that's uh, incredibly beneficial for this. So obviously that is your regular chiropractic care because as we say over and over and over again, that's what removes any interference to our brain and bodies being able to communicate well, regulate the body and naturally work as best as they can. Um, other things that we know help are moving our bodies and this doesn't need to be hugely strenuous or we don't need to overexert ourselves you know, to the end of our tether, so to speak, every single time. But upright movement is incredibly beneficial and it's beneficial for so many reasons of exercise. But the one that we're most interested in is when we have an upright posture and we are weight bearing, that actually fires different messages into the brain than it does if we are slouched and bent forward. So again, the better we, the better we move and the more upright time we're spending, the more opportunities we're giving our brain to relax, shift into a state of ease and handle life well. So imagine that when you're a teenager who is going through all sorts of different friendship dynamics and you're a teenager who's trying to sit in class and learn and then go straight after school to your sport practice. And you're a teenager who's, you know, sitting exam after exam and all of these things that we have as normal parts of a teenager's life. If their brain is happier and more at ease, that is what I'd want for myself. So I can only imagine how the teens would want it for them as well. Um, other things we can do help to stimulate a part of our nervous system called the vagus nerve. And the vagus nerve is 
It works with the nervous system as a whole, but it has a huge responsibility for allowing all of those functions to come about when we are in our nice, restful and state that we call rest and digest. So we're able to carry about things like digestion, our immune function is enhanced, um, we tend to sleep better. So again, if you've been following us for a while and you scroll right back through our Instagram, you would find our Supercharge Your Brain series that we did during lockdown. And during lockdown, we did not have access to chiropractic care, which would have been one of the most important things to support our bodies. But we did have access to different movements like balance activities um, and upright activities that we went through. Uh, Another thing is we have a whole Vegas Nerve series on this podcast And episode 11 with Erica Smith goes into the links, I could probably say, between the function of our vagus nerve and our posture and our brain. Katie, did you have anything you'd like to add there? I often hear parents grumble about their tweens or their teens and their... um, horrendous device use shall we say Mm. or or their fear that they're using their devices too much or the postures that they assume because they're on their phones they're on their computers or they're gaming and we've seen it in ourselves we've seen it in our teenagers what happens is when we look at our phone all too often our head comes again forward our shoulders uh, stoop forward and down And we can spend long periods of time in that position. Same as if we're gaming, we might be sitting on the floor or they might be sitting on the floor in that same forward head posture. Um, These are an issue along with sedentary lifestyles, along with the lack of movement or the lack of activity, definitely does shut down the brain. So it's not that we um, are saying get rid of all your devices. We know that um, electronics form a really important part of our daily lives. But we must be aware of our postures while we're using our devices. We must be aware of the impacts of long periods of sitting or sedentary um, lifestyle on our brain and therefore on our health. So we would always encourage parents and certainly teens to first of all be aware of it, be aware of your posture, try and modify the posture and certainly take lots of breaks and try moving. Uh, So what do we want? We want healthy and resilient teenagers. Um, What you just said has inspired a thought in me. So Katie and I like to go to the gym together a few times a week. And we do a variety of classes, a variety of intensities, and all for different reasons. Um, But one of the classes we do is called The Trip, and it's a cycle class. And what I actually noticed, Katie, and I can't remember if we've talked about this or not, is when we are on those bikes and we're in a different position, I notice that if I'm able to hold my head up, pull my shoulders back, support my pelvis better, it's actually a lot easier to move my legs on the bike. And suddenly I don't feel as drained. I might be at the absolute end of my level as hard as I can go. And if I sit up and you know engage my posture slightly differently, it becomes significantly easier. And imagine, again, our teens who are playing their sports and doing all the different physical things that they do, if they can engage their brains better... And I'm very lucky because I know that I am well adjusted. I know my brain and body are well connected. Um, And just being able to engage that in the best possible way suddenly makes my workout so much easier. And I'm very much here for that. 
Efficiencies. All about efficiency. <laughs> so yes, we want resiliency resiliency in our teenagers. We want them to be able to face challenges and face obstacles because by no means are we trying to remove those things from our lives. We are designed to face challenge. Um, but with that resiliency comes the ability to move through these different health challenges or life challenges. And that's what we tend to notice that our kids under chiropractic care just do better at than others. We want them to show signs of health, and that is a strong, robust immune system, a body that is able to sleep and re-energize itself, a body that's able to balance itself and grow and just be healthy and happy, hey? Absolutely. And let's face it, you know, this is this is a tougher transition um, through life, teenagers. Um, their brain is growing at a great rate of knots, their prefrontal cortex is coming online and doesn't fully develop until, for some of us in our early 20s, they're growing, their body is physically growing, there are hormones in flux, Uh, they're um, establishing really important social connections and actually their connections between their friends are way more important than the connections between, uh, for example, their parents. Um, it's a, it's, it can be a troublesome time. And of course, with these challenges, what we will often find is that there is sometimes a course for or a need for checking them a little bit more frequently as they go through these little challenges. One way we know whether we need to check a teenager more frequently is the scans. So the scans we always will do at the initial cons- uh, our initial visit, and then we're going to review these on a regular basis. And the scans will tell us, in a nutshell, whether that teenager's nerve system is functioning optimally or whether it's maybe under a little bit more challenge and in that situation we can talk about what those challenges might be what the stressors that might be influencing this and how we may be able to modify those but certainly through picking up a little bit more frequency in their chiropractic checks can really help bring that back to a sense of ease again our teenagers are incredible they're navigating a world at a great pace of knots We really want to encourage their independence, their resilience, their grit, their determination, their creativity. Um, We don't want to, um, you know, harness that at all. Chiropractic care is really, really important in keeping the nerve system able to coordinate the body in the best possible way um, so that they can express health in the best possible way. Mm. And I think the best thing we can do is if you're not already as part of Advanced Health Chiropractic is give us a call, book your teen and get them scanned and let's just see where they're starting. Um, And if you are a member of our practice already, head to our Instagram, head to our website. The Instagram name is advancedhealthchiropractic.nz and you'll find all the information you need there to keep up with us and understand all the amazing parts of our bodies. So we will see you next time. Next time.